Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible readings beginning with November the 12th, day 316. We read how Peter was miraculously delivered from a very secure prison by an angel of the Lord. Herod executed all the men guarding Peter because he figured that they let their prisoner escape. Then the Lord struck Herod with a horrible intestinal disease, and he died a gruesome death soon after because he added to his many sins by accepting the people's worship as one of the gods. The Holy Spirit chose Barnabas and Paul to spread the gospel outside of Judea. Through their ministry, many people professed their faith in Jesus. God confirmed the missionaries' message with miracles. The Jewish leaders were jealous of their popularity and were always trying to covertly create a riot to oppose the gospel. Then with these enemies in hot pursuit, Paul and Barnabas would flee to another town. Since the Jews at large rejected the gospel, Paul began to preach to the Gentiles who were eager to be saved, especially without having first to convert to Judaism. But when Paul healed a crippled man, the pagans among them thought that he must be a god. They were confused as frustrated Paul tried to stop their worship. Then the Jewish zealots caught up to them and capitalized on the turmoil by having Paul stoned to death, or so they thought. But later he got up and went back into the town from where they had dragged him and left him for dead. November the 13th, day 317. We read that Paul and Barnabas returned to the various churches that they had started for the purpose of encouraging the believers to remain steadfast in their faith and to be ready to suffer hardships. They also began appointing elders in the churches as leaders. Then they returned to Antioch of Syria where their journey began to give the believers there a report of how the Gentiles were also converting to Christianity. Paul wrote the letter to the Galatians to remind them that their salvation came to them by faith, that it will remain with them only by faith, and that they should reject all other supposed gospels as fraudulent if they differ from the one he preached to them. In the letter, Paul chronicled the events that led him to defend his faith even to the concerned apostles who were struggling to accept the way that Christianity was changing their cultural paradigms. Paul validated his ministry by stating that the apostles found nothing that he needed to correct in his presentation of the Christian doctrine. They were in favor of Paul targeting the Gentiles with the gospel while they focused on reaching the Jews. Paul stated that the true children of Abraham are those people who believe God's word in the same way that Abraham did. November the 14th, day 318. We read Paul's letter to the Galatians defending the doctrine of salvation through faith in Christ alone. False teachers deceived the Galatians by telling them that they needed to convert to Judaism before converting to Christianity. Paul used several analogies, the legal guardian, the orphan slave caretaker, Abraham's two sons, and the institution of slavery to express the truth of salvation through faith alone that followed centuries of people's failed attempts to attain lawful perfection. The Antioch church was not convinced enough to accept Paul's teaching at face value, so they sent an entourage with Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem to confirm his teaching. The apostles agreed with Paul that circumcision did not contribute to salvation. But there were certain cultural compromises that they needed to make because their former practices were highly offensive to righteous Jews, such as eating food sacrificed to idols, sexual immorality, eating strangled meat, and consuming blood. Paul taught how to properly restore a backslider, and he encouraged everyone to watch their own behavior closely. 
Finally, Paul said, Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you will not be doing what your sinful nature craves. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. November the 15th, day 319. We read that the apostles in Jerusalem wrote a letter to the Gentile believers in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia, documenting their opinion of what was required for them to be accepted into the church. Paul and Barnabas delivered the letter and stayed there to continue preaching the gospel. While planning another missionary trip together, they disputed whether or not John Mark should be brought along. Their agreement was so great that it caused them to part ways. Paul found Timothy and they partnered to spread the gospel while John Mark joined Barnabas. Next, Paul and Silas went to preach in Philippi. Paul exercised a demon-possessed girl who made her masters quite a large profit with her accurate fortune-telling ability. Having lost her demonic powers, her masters sought revenge against Paul for terminating their scheme. They stirred up a mob that resulted in Paul and Silas being beaten and imprisoned. During their praise and worship session in the jail, God released them by the use of an earthquake. When they denied themselves an easy escape, the astonished warden asked them to lead him to salvation. Upon their release, they traveled to Thessalonica, preaching all the way. Jealous Jews tried to capture them, so they fled to Berea where they gathered more believers. The Jews from Thessalonica arrived there as well, but Paul escaped again by fleeing to Athens. He pled for Silas and Timothy to follow him. November the 16th, day 320. We read that Paul made good use of his free time. While waiting for Silas and Timothy, he toured the various shrines to the false gods that the pagans worshipped. His gospel presentation to the people got the attention of the city high councilmen. They were curious of his strange message. He introduced God as the one they had been worshipping in ignorance. Paul told them that he was the one that made everything they see and even provided them with the life they were living. Everything was going well for Paul's evangelistic speech until he said that the eternal judge would be a man that was raised from the dead. At this, the meeting broke up, but not before several new believers joined Paul. Paul traveled to Corinth and wrote a letter back to Thessalonica to encourage them not to lose their faith, but to live with the purpose of pleasing God. He pointed out that the proof of his authentic love for them was to be observed in the way he conducted himself while he was among them by working beside them. Timothy caught up with Paul and cheered him with his report of how the Thessalonians were strong in the faith. Finally, Paul instructed the Thessalonians on the events of Christ's return and the hope of the resurrection. November the 17th, day 321. We read Paul's final advice in his letter to the Thessalonians was to instruct them on how to respect their leaders and to care for various types of members, to be sensitive to God's leading, to guard against deceivers, and to value what is good while abhorring what is evil. In Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians, he encouraged them to endure persecution, knowing that Jesus will set everyone straight when he returns. He assured them that he was praying for them. He then explained that Jesus had not yet returned and that evil behaviors of the unbelievers would grow much worse before Jesus returns. Paul encouraged them to remain patiently faithful, remembering the lessons that he taught them. He asked them to pray for his gospel-sharing efforts. He reminded them of his work ethic among them and told them not to reward lazy people. Silas and Timothy caught up with Paul in Corinth. The Jewish leadership tried to get Paul in trouble with the governor of Achaia for his preaching of the gospel, but they failed because this ruler was indifferent to religious arguments. As a result, Paul was free to preach unhindered for some time. 
Then he headed for Syria, taking along Priscilla and Aquila, passing through the cities where he had formerly planted churches so that he could reinforce their faith. November the 18th, day 322. We read how Priscilla and Aquila instructed a gifted speaker named Apollos, who was missing some parts of the gospel narrative in his preaching. They sent him to Achaia with their recommendation. Meanwhile, Paul was traveling through the interior regions where he found believers who only knew part of the gospel. God gave Paul the miraculous ability to heal those that had touched one of his handkerchiefs. Paul wrote a letter to the Corinthian Christians to encourage them to mature in their faith. In the letter, Paul describes the essence of godly wisdom. The wisdom of God is spiritual, so carnally-minded people cannot attain it. Finally, Paul warned those who fantasize that freedom in Christ is a license to sin by stating, On judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work had any value. If the work survives, God's testing, the builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. But not the loss of his or her soul. The builder will be saved but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Readings. My next episode will pick up on November the 19th, day 323. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.